Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Good morning, my beautiful friend. I am truly honored that you are joining me here today. I don't think it's an accident that you are here. I think that God has a message for you. And I've been doing some praying before I began writing this episode. And when I pray, I ask that God helps to use me as a means of transferring something he wants somebody out there to hear. And like this scribe, I'm just simply going to let the Holy Spirit guide me and lead me into what you hear right now. And it's kind of this bold leap of faith I've been taking on the last couple episodes where once I finish typing, I haven't even gone back to reread what I wrote. I'm sort of liking this approach only because it really allows God to just truly do his thing with what you're hearing today. And it's kind of exciting for me too. It's almost like I am hearing this episode for the first time as well. So I am letting the Holy Spirit guide me today. And it's funny how some episodes begin with me thinking that I know the direction we are going to go in and then boom, God does his thing and throws me for a loop. And I have a feeling that's going to happen here. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, We Resist, God Persists. How often does God whisper to your soul and you pass off his advice as something too simple or underwhelming to possibly be really what he is saying? How many times do you question the guidance he gives you because it just doesn't seem powerful enough or complex or profound enough to be truly coming from him? Does God really sometimes give us very basic and simple steps on this journey of ours? Could he possibly really have easy to follow advice for us? When we pray to ask for God's help, is it even an option that his response could be something that we can easily understand? Here's the thing with God. We assume that because he oversees the universe and created everything, and we know he's got his hands over and under all of creation, then it's our human fault that we just believe that his advice must be super complex. And we think it might be so convoluted that we're probably not going to be able to understand it. So for this reason, we often resist when God gives us simple direction. We simply dismiss it thinking that can't be God. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how God usually speaks in a whisper. 
We expect a booming voice. After all, he is all-powerful, right? But a gentle whisper is actually more his style. He likes when we have to lean in close to hear his message. And my sister, he likes when we are also open to his basic step-by-step instructions as well. He's wondering why you are resisting his help today. The great news is that while we resist, he persists. He isn't giving up on you just because you assumed that that prompting feeling you felt couldn't possibly be from him. He's not leaving your side because what you were receiving from him isn't what you had expected. Nope, he's going to persist in speaking to you, directing you, and bringing you through all that you are dealing with today. Let's turn to scripture for a perfect example of how he works in ways that we brush off because they are not how we would imagine our great and mighty God working. Today, we are going to look at 2 Kings chapter 5, and I'm going to read a big section. I'm going to actually read verses 1 to 15, and this is from the NIV translation today. We're going to meet a man named Naaman who has leprosy, and he is in desperate need and desperate desire for healing. So this is called Naaman Healed of Leprosy. Now, Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him, the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now, bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter, I am sending my servant Naaman to you so that you may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, Am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of his leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. When Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elijah's house. Elijah sent a messenger to him. Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleaned. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleaned? So he turned and went off in a rage. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet has told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times 
as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except Israel, so please accept a gift from your servant. My sister, I want to ask you what represents your leprosy today? Is it your physical health like Naaman, your mental health, your financial health, your relational health, your emotional or spiritual health? Each one of us has a health issue, a domain or multiple domains in which we're battling something that keeps us seeking healing in some area of our life. This story from the Old Testament is not just being referenced today so that you can roll your eyes and say, well, that's great for Naaman, but what about me? This story acts like a mirror for you on this day of life. My dear, I want you to see yourself in this mirror. I want you to realize how God is trying to show you something in this passage. He's trying to reveal a struggle you've been avoiding because you are wanting a new solution for it. Naaman becomes enraged. He's frustrated, impatient, annoyed, feeling like he is being toyed with. Why on earth would God ask him to bathe in a dirty body of water? Like, wasn't he better than that? Didn't he deserve more? Didn't he warrant a more honorable healing? Ladies, if you can't see yourself in this story, let me hold the mirror for you. God is trying to give you a solution for your problem. And like a prideful princess, you are turning your nose up to it and thinking that you couldn't possibly do that because it just seems beneath you. Ouch. Naaman did not want to bathe seven times in dirty water, but it is what was required to heal him. Ultimately, it was the cure he needed. And God was just shooting it straight with him and giving him a straightforward option to answer his problem. Naaman resisted. God persisted. My friend, he's shooting it straight to you too. Are you resisting as well? Something tells me that you've already been given your own version of a bathe seven times in dirty water solution. So are you going to do it? Maybe you've been struggling with your weight and God is tugging your heart to tell you that you have to take the drive through off your menu plan and off your route home from work. Maybe he's stirring you to go for the walk, even though you really feel like making friends with the couch again today. He might have told you that getting off of social media for a period of time is going to be what you need to boost your mental health. You don't want to, but will you? He might have advised you that you need to do some plastic surgery with your credit card. Cut the dang thing up because you can't be trusted with it. But no, God, I can't do that. He's already told you. You need to stop texting that person because you are playing with fire. But God, it's just harmless messaging, isn't it? He's reminding you again that you need to turn to him first thing in the morning, rather than your phone and news and Hollywood gossip and a bunch of other distractions. Could it really be that easy? He's given you direction to distance yourself from that person who makes you feel insecure and unworthy and not enough each time you are around them. 
So why do you keep going back? You see, the solution to so many of our issues here is a super simple answer from above. But we resist because it's easier not to abide and rather to beg and plead for a different solution. When Elijah informed Naaman that God was wanting him to wash himself seven times in the Jordan to be restored, he balked at this advice. He thought that Elijah would have waved his hand over him and cured him of his leprosy. He wanted Elijah to make an effort, but he didn't want to have to do anything uncomfortable or anything he thought was of inconvenience to him. God requires us to step into the direction he is leading us, even when it's a step into water that we don't want to go into. He puts us outside of our comfort zone because that is where we desperately depend on him. Like Naaman, you are likely hoping for healing without the discomfort. And that's just not always God's style. Discomfort humbles us. Discomfort helps us to see things clearer. Discomfort helps us to recognize God's infinite wisdom. When we get uncomfortable, we get to depend on him in a way that we didn't have to before. The answer you already have received from God doesn't likely make sense right now. He might be giving you a solution that you really don't want to do because it's going to be outside of where you want to go. He might be asking you to dip into debt-free waters, into faithful and honorable territory, into health and wellness that you haven't experienced yet, into spiritual and emotional changes that are going to transform you, into relationships that surround you in joy and love. The end result of his transformative powers will most certainly leave you grateful, relieved, and restored. But the waters he will bring you through may not be what you expected. Will you wade into them anyways? Will you go where he leads you, do what he asks you, and stop resisting his remedy? Naaman required some encouragement to do what it was God was asking him. And my sister That's exactly what I'm doing for you here today. Get in that water. Stop second guessing. Stop pitching a fit and stop fooling yourself that you know a better way than he does. He's persisted this long. He keeps bringing the same idea back to your mind because he wants you to now stop resisting. That's my challenge to you today. What if you walked into the water today? ventured into that territory that you are so hesitant of. Follow his advice, guidance, and trust that he is going to bring you out of this restored, revived, and stronger than you have ever been. It might not be the answer you like, but if it's coming from your heart from God today, know that it is absolutely the answer you need. Let's take a moment here to pray for the courage we need to listen to that voice within, my friend. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for joining us here today, for being with us, for sharing your word with us through scripture. Lord, today we heard about Naaman and how he battled against your advice and he was just not wanting to do what it was that would heal him because he thought that he was maybe better than that advice or too prideful, or he just thought it didn't really jive with what he was expecting. And Lord, we can totally see ourselves there today looking at this story, 
seeing us in that mirror of scripture that, you know, here we are sometimes with this guidance and advice from you clear as day, but yet we are pushing it off to the side, hoping that we hear something different, something that is a little more comfortable and something that doesn't push us outside into territory that we are not used to treading in. So Lord, just please give us the courage we need to listen to you. Please give us the patience we need to know that not everything gets fixed all at once and that like Naaman had to do this seven times, sometimes we have to continually repeat what it is you are asking us to do. So Lord, just give us patience today give us protection today and help keep us focused on what you are directing us to do and not getting distracted by what the enemy is asking us to do or what we ourselves are misleading us to do. Lord, we ask for blessings over everybody hearing this today. You know what struggles they are in. You know what solutions you have been giving them. Please help them to hear that today and to follow through, to be faithful, to be obedient, and to trust in your guidance. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining me here today. I hope that this episode just resonated with you a little bit. I wasn't trying to get feisty or cheeky with you, but sometimes you need to hear, you need a good friend to just say, hey, girl, you are already aware of the solutions, you need to do them. Now you need to be faithful to that advice. And um, that's what I'm here to do, because I know God's put some things on your heart today that probably came to mind as you listen to this. He's doing that for a reason. He wants you to just trust him in all of this. I am so grateful for your time. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.